to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu, my Italianaire, is that you? Polosaurus Rex, what's happening? This is episode 223 of Mike Check Waifu, Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu, Waifu, where you can get early access to the video version of this podcast. You can get access to the Patreon exclusive podcast, The After Story. The After Story episode 68 just dropped. It's a full episode. One, it's called a, what, Horror Horror Show or some shit like that? Yeah. <laughs> horror Horror Show slash dating nowadays. So it's about two people who are not dating, talking about dating, what people have to go through. Just kind of give our little two cents, you know, if you're interested in that. It's a really good episode. Really good. We do some deep, deep dives on our past oh, yeah. and, and and what we think people have to do out there in a the, in the dating space, which... Spoiler alert, I feel sorry for y'all. You also get access to our exclusive content. Tell got something in the works coming up soon. I don't know if Tell if you want to tease that a little bit. We talking manga. Exclusively on Patreon. And we also I'm also going to do another little one-shot video for um for Patreon that's gonna talk about or discuss um my thoughts on my, go in depth on what I think about anime like anime in general. And it's it's extremely like, well, how can I put this? How can I put it till specific to me? Right. Like yeah. there's, there's a, there's something that I, that's specific to me that I think that I, I want to share with y'all in a little more in-depth video, uh, more in-depth than I have on the podcast, but it'll give you a better understanding of my thought process and, and what I do when I watch some of these animes and how I feel. You could call it preferential or about preferences, but yep. you know, exactly, exactly. You also, if you also support us, patreon.com slash MikeCheckWifeWaifu, you get shouted out like our very good friend and our archivist, Christian, who also is a new Patreon producer. Shout out to you. Thank you so much for producing this episode and hopefully many more will to come. Shout out to the rest. Dre to go G, Rob from Dad Needs to Talk Podcast, Johnny Oh, yeah. Johnny from Show Go High. Kent the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast. Explicitly, Monique Williams, Nachi, Semi Sensei, Safir, and T Money Fingers. Thank you so much for producing this and many other episodes. We appreciate it. No matter how long that list get, we will shout out each and every one of you for producing this uh, and many other episodes. Also, your name is at the bottom of the show notes in the bottom of the description of this video. Dovetail. That's on October 29th. October 29th, that will be our live stream episode. That is, we are doing this once a month. We do a, a live episode. Um, this one is looking like it's going to be a recap of the start of the fall season. So come hang out with us. October 29th is the recap. Live on YouTube. YouTube.com slash at MikeCheckWifeWaifu. Subscribe. We appreciate it. Join our Discord too. 
Shout out to Rob J, TCB, Saphir, uh, Sammy, everybody that be in our Discord. Join our Discord. We have conversations over there about anime and the episodes that we, um, uh, that we, everything we talked about. <laughs> uh, we got another thick episode for you this week. Ball is in full effect, Teliano. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, too. It's a lot of shit, bro. It's a lot of shit. We're going to get to that a little bit later again. But as we start every episode, I got to see how was your week, brother? Uh, it's been a great week. Um, I, uh, I made a, a great dinner the other day and I tried the uh, what did I make? So we went to this Brazilian steakhouse last year for Monique's birthday. And uh, we got... Uh, the the what is it the Brazilian lemonade limeade? Mm-hmm. So it's trending on on TikTok and all that stuff. So I said, forget, it, I'm gonna make it at home. Made it. Hear me out, bro. It's great. It's a great drink. Um, it, you hearing it here now? I don't know how often you on TikTok, but if you on TikTok and you look at food, that uh, Brazilian limeade is busting. It's it's a it's and I don't even do milk. I don't do milk, bro. Like regular milk. I normally mm-hmm. do like some other type of milk, but it's it takes the condensed milk. It was still good. Um, stomach was probably messed up a little bit, <laughs> but it was good. It was real good. So it's been a good week. Um, kids great, wife great, family great. How you feeling, Polo? Um, real good. Real excited about the uh, content we got going over. Like seriously, the content we got coming on Patreon is has been it's been motivating. Like the support y'all been giving us has been super motivating for us. Like we got so much shit in the works for for Patreon exclusive stuff, and maybe we'll release it. But I'm. I am also extremely excited about the support, especially from Dad Needs to Talk podcast. It was a great podcaster, just an all around dope dude. And his mm-hmm. thoughts on it, his thoughts on the after story. <laughs> let me go, let me go read his comment. And and Christian as well. They both uh, mentioned the after story podcast, and it's it's truly, truly happy. Makes me happy to see that people are enjoying that content because it's honestly it's <laughs> it's, it's my favorite content that we make. To be honest. Um, it's truly special, but uh, <laughs> let me find it. Our Twitter's been um kind of popping. Here it is. <laughs> Dad needs to talk. At Dad needs to talk. He says, uh, "I learned more about Polo in one after story episode <laughs> than in two hundred and twenty two <laughs> episodes of Mike Check." <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious, man. Because that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. Like one episode to get you. Uh, deep deep into our lives it's, it's it's pretty awesome especially with this most recent episode because um i think we go um i think we go deep into like past stuff for me right like past relationships and stuff yeah 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 it's, it's, and, it's quite it's quite awesome and if y'all go back even further into the archives there um you'll find out even more about polo oh yeah there's <laughs> a mystery everywhere else but if you you like you know you, you on that patreon you might hear some <laughs> stuff you never heard from polo before and that's a fact like Nobody else knows anything about my life other than maybe like one or two Twitch streams that no longer exist um, that I had where I shared some some personal stuff. But everywhere else has always been business for me on social media. It's crazy. It's not crazy. It's sane. And, and, and Christian also mentioned the uh, our science talk episode. We, we got a lot of those episodes where we talk about scientific stuff. Those are always fun too. So, that feels like oddly enough, even though this is a anime centric podcast, that's kind of our bag too. We hundred percent love that stuff. Yeah, it's always been. It, I think it's both. Well, besides art for you, I think it's been our favorite subject in school too. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Even when I was struggling in school, particularly the eighth grade, <laughs> I always did good in science. Like that was the one one class that I've always fucking just excelled at. Everything else was kind of a uh, rough and uh, I digress. Anyway, but I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, I've been in a great mood all day today for some reason. Not for some reason. I'm just in a good mood. Yeah. Probably because I was ready to talk about anime this week. It's, it's a lot of good stuff, man. Uh, tell what was your episode of the week this week? It's it's kind of hard. Um, it is I'm really hard. I'm real with you. I wanted you to go first. Mm. <laughs> That's really hard for me to do. I could do it, but I really want you to go first. Um, <sighs> mostly because I'm stuck between two. Uh, but mm. I'm gonna go with uh Freyran as oh, my episode oh, of the week. Free rent, yeah, okay. Free rent, yeah. I'm gonna go with free rent as my episode of the week. Who? This is a tough one, man. Cause, all right, I'm doing it. I'm fucking doing it. This is for you, Rob J. Uh, the hundred girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. Okay. Now, now, was it the best episode? Probably not. Was it my favorite? Absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking okay. And. And I'm gonna uh, until you you said you you wanted to throw in something else a curveball. Yeah, yeah. So the most interesting episode of the week. Most interesting episode for me was my sleeper, our dating story. Yeah, that was the most interesting episode. I was not expecting what this was to be what it is. I thought it was going to be a little bit more um, uh, usual, and I will get into what I mean by that a little bit later when we go into depth on these episodes. What about you? Most interesting. Forbidden deductions, bro. Mm. And hear me out. I didn't think it was going to be that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't think it was going to be that. So, uh, yeah, I was definitely very intrigued, mostly obviously by our secondary main character. Uh, because the first main character is like, he seems like a throwaway. But that right. secondary main character, let's yeah. go right. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, let's get into it. Forbidden Deductions was fun. It was a fun episode to watch. Like you said, the, the main character, though, definitely a a, a generic um, side character. Like, he's yeah. the main character, but he's like like 11th. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's sixth man on the team. Like, uh, yeah. He's, he's, he's J.R. Smith for sure. Because um, I did not care about anything he had going on. <laughs> <laughs> not even a little bit, bro. Not even a little <laughs> bit. Life, it don't even matter. I don't care that you're the worst detective on your on your uh, team or your, your, uh, your unit. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, our secondary main, our, our other main character, the the, I you could tell immediately that we, he was that dude. Yeah. Before we get into that, we are going to spoil episode one. Just episode one. So like, just listen to these episode one spoilers to see if you're interested in watching it. Or picking it up later, or whatever the case may be. Exactly, but yeah, you could tell from the opening of the episode when he when he was introduced yeah. that he was that dude. We walk into his room; it's completely like cleared out, and you know how the minimalist culture is. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, nah, nah, dude is on to something here. When when ugh, he breaks down how he knew dude was coming. To, to get him mm-hmm. he, he said he had you you clearly came from it, uh, uh, a shrine 
because you were praying because you have the pollen on your shoulder. Yeah, he was you, he was going in his bag about just detailed shit that nobody should have known unless you pay very, 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 very close very attention. Close attention. <laughs> and that's and, and that's always and that, fun. I love that. Yeah. I love that. But his his what we kind of end with on him with uh, them finding the 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 murderer mm-hmm. and. Uh, how he how he discovered the murderer? Yeah, wait, uh, should, should we, me out. yeah. Let's not spoil who the murderer is, but how he discovered yeah. it in in how general. He, how he discovered the murderer? I was a little like, mm, mm, kind of cap, but I was with you at first. <laughs> I was with you. I was with you until it got deeper, right? Right, right. Until it, yeah, until it get deeper, and he explained everything. But I was like, mm, kind of cap. But the ending part for me. Like I said, in the ending of that, bro. Yes. When we find out his his Situation. major flaw as a character, yeah, yeah, is basically that his 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 will for people who are harming people or do ill to others is so overwhelming that basically he tells them to kill themselves, and they 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 are stuck believing that they have to. So his his apprehension rate is zero percent, but his actual solve rate is a hundred percent. So he solves every crime he's ever done, every fi- ever 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 uh, ever come across. But literally, everyone has always died, never apprehended anybody. But to be fair, like the the other fuck is this the, uh, Ishiki, the terrible uh, the side character that don't mean shit. He really mm-hmm. actually had like a main like all he had to do was say one thing to kind of like put the pieces into place for Ron, which was which is an interesting way to think about it too. Like he is yeah. throwaway. But is he is he going to be in the future? Is he going to be uh, there to put that one piece into Ron's head with Ron being the, the second main character we've been talking about this entire time to help yeah. solve cases better or faster or whatever the case may be? Because if it wasn't for him saying this one thing, then he would have like, huh? OK, well, boom. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like he it seems like Ron, uh, 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 I'm going to use his first name is Totomaru. He it seems that he throws um, he's. And I'm just this is just me speculating, but it seems like he pays very close attention to small details or no, not details. He's very uh, by the book. Let me say that he's by the book, which means that he he knows what happens in the case, which makes it easier for Ron to just put the pieces together and figure it all out. Exactly. Exactly. And that that could be why their partnership will be so good outside of his overwhelming need to make sure that no one dies. He's, he's basically Deku in this anime that, uh, without powers. 100%. I definitely enjoy the show. It's definitely standing in the list. This, this, again, this list is fucking huge this season. I'm yeah. gonna real with you. It's like, it's so many, like, whew, I'm gonna just tell y'all now. Okay. I'm gonna, let me, let me start with some of the shows. I'm gonna, I'm probably not, you're not going to hear me talk about any show until they're done or until it's mm. a dub out for them because I don't, because I don't feel like going through, and reading all the subtitles for 37 shows or whatever the fuck I had on my list. So, okay. to be fair, Goblin Slayer, not touching it. Not touching gotcha. it until it's dubbed and done. So we can eliminate that from discussion on the weekly. Uh, unless Saphir tells me it's something crazy happening or <laughs> or, or somebody that we know tells me it's something crazy happening and, I'm, and I'll put pick it up. Um, uh, Faraway Paladin, that I watched episode one of uh, episode one of season two of that. Probably not gonna touch that until it's dubbed and done. Hear me out. It looks better. It looks better for sure. Don't necessarily feel better. <laughs> Still just as boring as ever. Um, let's see here. What else was it? 
Oh, uh, Tokyo Avengers, man. I'm sorry. I just, I could not muster up the strength. Again, this is, this is, the start of this is where I ended my read on Tokyo Avengers. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Because I just, every time I look at it or I click it in any list and I try to go to Crunchyroll to scroll down and fucking watch it. Or it isn't even Crunchyroll. I got to go outside of my subscriptions to find it, which makes me not want to watch it. So that's, I'm, I just don't, I don't care anymore. I truly, truly don't care about it anymore. But maybe when it's dubbed and done. I throw it on and I'll, I'll binge it through. Or maybe even what they do, three episodes behind or something on the dub. I'll probably yeah. just watch dubbed episodes. Um, and then anything else I'm, I'm not particularly interested in watching. Unfortunately, your sleeper, I have to. My sleeper, <laughs> I have to. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to watch Shy either. Okay. Did I you just, watch first episode? I did not. Okay. I'm not interested. I feel you. All right, tell. What about you? Uh, it's hard, bro. Because a lot of it I actually do like. Um, yeah, I it, think I think like even shy is cool. This Demon Sword Master of Excalibur Academy. Uh, I actually felt like it was kind of a snooze fest. Interesting. Um. Let's see. I'm intrigued in that one. I'm I'm, I'm intrigued in that one. I, I feel you because I I want it to be, but the the I don't know, bro. It wasn't like sitting amazingly well with me. Firefighter Dago. I'm gonna give it one more episode. I'm giving it the three episode rule. If mm-hmm. it don't, if I don't get any character development in this one, this was the one I talked about last week. That I I like the overall like what it's talking about. But the character developments are so loose and weak that already, like, I, I don't know anything about our main characters, really, other than the fact that they're firefighters. And part of the beginning scene was part of the, the ending scene from last week's episode. So it just felt like this this week was stagnant. What was the point in this episode? Um, so that'll probably go on a week on a uh, binge when it's done. And then. <sighs> The the hundred girlfriend thing, bro. <laughs> that one might go in the back burner. That's it. That's crazy. That's it, crazy. It might. It might. I gotta see, bro. Because this first episode was so. <laughs> I was fucking dying, dog. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> the first what episode was not like your sleepers' first episode. Your sleepers' first episode was interesting. No, no, this one was was. It, it, it's fun. It's it gives me girlfriend girlfriend vibes, but on a whole more extreme scale. And I love the fact that the main character got the fucking he he got it. He could move, man. He could navigate. I'm tired of that shy yeah. bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We always getting with these main characters. I need a main character that can move and navigate. And this guy yeah. can move and navigate with these women. Like he, he he's doing it well. And I yeah. fucking love that. I love now, I love the hilarity behind the whole. I'm gonna, let's go into it. I love the hilarity yeah. behind the whole God thing. You know what I'm saying? And this motherfucker was watching a TV show. Okay. Let me, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just go into this shit. Okay. This is about a kid who, who confessed his love to many of his crushes throughout his whole childhood to middle crush. school. Yeah, childhood to middle school life. Okay. And he failed them all. Like, he, he failed them all. Unfortunately, was rejected every time, but he didn't give up. He didn't stop. He continued 
until he got into high school. But before he entered high school, he prayed to the God of love, asking him to, you know, hey, bless me with uh, with finding the one love I, I want to spend my high school career with. Uh, and the guy comes out of the fucking well and hilariously uh, basically tells him, like, yeah, you're you're destined to find your soulmate in high school. But um, here's the thing. Oh my God. <laughs> You're going to have about a hundred of them because I made a mistake. And essentially uh, shenanigans ensue. Um, and he finds out from this guy that unfortunately, if he decides to reject any of the girls, any of his 100 soulmates, that they will have misfortune and end up dying. So he's tasked with trying to navigate the situation in a way that, I mean, you could just think about the situation and, and see where this is probably going to go. And it's fucking hilarious. I, I I loved where it's going so far because it's funny and it made me laugh out loud. The the best part though was like the resolution though. You know what I mean? Yes. And it wasn't even like what he came to because obviously that's the conclusion. But it was how he came to that conclusion. That's exactly you know? right, Till. Him beating his own ass to to figure out like I don't I have hurt these. Toy. Yeah, I, I can't hate these two hurt these two girls and. Like what? What am I supposed I don't, he to do? Don't, he don't want to lie to him. Mm-hmm. He he got to tell him the truth, and he was thoughtful exactly. to me and smooth for that. And like I said, for that, I was like, that alone made the episode good. Because like everything else, I, I'm gonna be real. Everything else, I did not care about. But that alone, yeah. I was like, that was so worth it because it brought everything together. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it showed us exactly why this guy. Might be fucking worth it, bro. He might be worth it. <laughs> this is a main character. I talk about this all the time. This is a, a main character. Even in these silly rom-coms, a show has to have, like a character has to have depth. And this guy has some depth. And that's what I yeah. love. I love to see that. I love to see characters with more to them than just um, a one trope or, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or what, what we like to say, atypical, be usual bullshit. Like, right. nobody... I don't want to see that. I don't need to see that anymore. I've got hundreds, hundreds of shows under my belt with that particular concept. And this one is interesting. I love the fact that he's he can talk to women. I love the fact that he's not a bumbling fool when it comes to it. And I love the fact that he's smooth. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love it. I love it. I'm liking the show so far. And I think I think it's going to be a, a, a surprise hit as far as like. That, that comedic relief that I'm not getting pretty much from anywhere else, I don't think. Ever, right? So <laughs> so I do want to talk about a little bit of comedy though. Um and I let me let me even check to see if it's labeled as comedy. Because it might not even be, bro. Where is it at? What's the show? Under Ninja. I'm not, yeah. It is. It is labeled as comedy. Hear me out, bro. Not familiar. I and you ain't got to be, you ain't gotta be, but hear me out. It has this like uh, it's kind of a dry humor. It is, but it, it fits extremely well for what we're looking at. Uh, our main character, our main character is just an idiot. It's not good. It's not good. The CGI is garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had this like really cool scenario where we're following our main character. He's a ninja. He's not particularly a good ninja, but he's a ninja. Um, He's just living his life, trying to you know take jobs or become good enough to take jobs as a ninja. And uh, we get to this point where <laughs> he leaves his house 
and gets spotted by another another ninja and it does the uh the aspect ratio shift to the the cinematic aspect ratio and then it turns into like this action sequence and i was like it's kind of dope but it's literally just there for the comedic relief this is not going to be one of them anime that you'd watch because uh because it's like fire this is another one that is probably gonna get that three episode rule and i'm gonna be like i'll binge it because it's a hundred percent like I, I i think it's funny enough mm-hmm. um i just don't think it's gonna be I don't know what it's gonna look like week to week. Like if it has some substance to it that'll actually keep it in the contendence with like everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on to something we know, real quick. Eminence and Shadow season two. Uh, I'm fucking. I'm so happy that this is this is back. Just being back in this world just feels so good. Knowing that the the crazy shit that's about to ensue within this season, or I'm assuming because I don't I don't particularly know, but you have to know that Eminence and Shadow is coming back with a vengeance um, because of the setup they did. They they set up this world in this first episode, like not the world, but the situation of where we're going next so well. It was a, entirely a setup episode, and for this episode to basically cover exactly what we're going to see, pretty much, and to see him fucking. Just, <laughs> destroy both both the, the the side that's hunting vampires and the vampires themselves is going to be extremely entertaining to watch now you know how last week you said free run or free run however you pronounce it it has this uh it felt like those episodes were like longer yes even though they were definitely shorter yes that's how i felt about eminence and shadow i thought like this was a long episode but i was tuned in the whole time <laughs> and it could be that my eyes are going super fast i'm paying attention to every detail i'm trying to see what's going on yep. i'm just shooting darting left and right left and right left and right just like oh my god what's going on i'm hyped that <laughs> eminence and shadow is back Second. uh i feel like at this point uh it's going it's going to end up obviously being a mic check wife waifu staple but uh yes bro they set this they set this they set the stage for what's to come, and then just just to see uh see it, Kageno repeat the we're running out of time. Yeah. We, we you know he said he said we're out of time. Yeah, we the must move, act now. The and then, then the girl says, yeah. Then, then the girl the girl says, huh? He's like, we're running out of time. We must act now. Like you changed your sentence, bro. <laughs> like I know you practicing it, but it's so like oh, this God. anime is so serious but funny at the same time. So good. I love it, man. And I, I love, love the. It. I hope High Dive is continuing this. I'm hoping that's not just an episode one because I know that episode was played earlier, like one of the anime cons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they continue to dub the sub and dub because the fucking dub is amazing, dude. I was shocked I, about how good it was. This is the first time I, I thought heard it said Simo dub, right? Yeah, but I, I was hoping it wasn't just for that first episode because um, High Dive mm-hmm. normally don't do Simo dubs like ever. So I think this will probably be the first one, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. Like this is if they keep this one up, this is the one. This is the fucking one because everybody sounded amazing. I was obviously I knew Sid was gonna sound dope. It's, it's Adam Gibbs. Adam Gibbs is 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 one of my favorite voice actors, and I, I was actually shocked by it because normally in shows like this they do side characters so dirty. Like it's always the main staples, like that sounds decent, like you you can deal with, but everybody sounded so good. You know, you know what I was surprised by by that though is like even like the first ghoul dude. Yeah, you know I mean? he sounds solid. We got to the 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 QB Fox girl. She sound decent. Dope as fuck. And, yep. 
I'm like, and even the angry dude, he sound good. Everybody sound good. So yeah, you right. When we get this kind of scenario where everyone actually uh, sounds good, it's crazy. It's, it's so, I mean, it's just hype in general. Yeah, right. Because I mean, like I said, it's rare. I mean, it's rare that like side characters sound as good. Like even in some of my favorite shows that I love to watch dubbed, like like my team romantic comedy snafu, there are some voices like of side characters that just don't work. But this one so far nailed, completely nailed. Um, loving it, man. I, I I seriously can't wait to talk about this. This is definitely going to go in our weekly spoiler talk at the uh, the second half of the shows uh, on a weekly basis. So be prepared for that. But um, and another one that came back, Spy Family season two. It was a good. It was good. You know, it was good. Um, it was indeed like a palate cleanser. Um, that's how I felt about uh, Hundred Girlfriends. Right. Right. I don't feel like the humor is landing with me though. Me either, dude. Me either. I'm just it's played. I think. I think well, it's I want for to see us. What happens, you know what I mean? I want to see what happens so bad. Yes. I yes. just, eh. and you know, and it's, and I think, and, and this goes back to what the video I'm going to make for our, exclusively on Patreon.com/slash My Check Wife Fu is. I think it lost its depth. Like I don't like they they started off at the beginning of this show in season one fucking going so deep into Lloyd and and, and and so deep into your like these are these people this is what they have to deal with and now we're we're, we're moving along the plot about three episodes four episodes in they get they get on you and as soon as they get on you it just devolves into shenanigans and while the shenanigans are cute and funny at first and fun 20 something episodes 26 episodes now in this case with season two I'm, I'm I'm kind of done with the shenanigans. I want progress. And oddly enough, one of the best points outside of the character, the characters in the shows when they actually, you know, when they go inside the depth of the characters, like what's the character's background was when they like go into the organization's backgrounds, like what the organizations are, their intentions are and all that stuff. But we didn't even get a ton of that in that second core of season one. Right. I would like more of that alone because yeah. that would just drive it forward, bro. Yes, man. Give us more depth into the organizations even, like why these organizations are necessarily opposing each other, uh, how we know for sure these organizations are bad, even those kinds of things. Just mm-hmm. give us more depth into that to, to give our characters a purpose in doing what they're doing. 100%. Because Aya seems purposeless even though she's a mind reader and that's crazy. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, right? Like it... it I think, and you know what I think it needs? And again, we're not manga readers, so we don't know. Shout out to, it looks beautiful still, Clover and Wit. They're obviously going to kill it each time. But I think it needs for Anya to be discovered. I think it needs for Yor and Lloyd to know the truth about each other. I think it just needs a Mr. and Mrs. Smith type of situation to where they're all working together and doing actual spy, assassin, mind reader shit. You know, but then it would turn too serious. And then who's the audience? Uh, you could still it, be. It, no, I don't think it, it needs to be serious. It could still be fucking hilarious with these three working as a team together and accidental scenarios and, and shit. Just it, it, it'll be. I think it still could be hilarious, but you're right. It probably won't be as as funny because it's it's kind of pushing, <laughs> pushing the story forward. Right. <laughs> and if you push the story forward, which is like in the background, the story is very serious. Like these two sides are trying to prevent, uh, well, one is seems to be trying to commit like war crimes and do war shit. And the other is trying to prevent it entirely. 
It right, could on a global scale. On a global scale, exactly. It could it could ruin the, the fun of it, quote unquote. But like, I'm ready for that. Like, I'm ready for some serious shit. Maybe I just want a different show, and maybe that's that's true. Maybe you need to wait for the car family. Yeah, that's definitely not going to be serious, but it's definitely going to be dope. It, I mean, it'll be more serious in a sense. I that's, mean, you know how. That's true. That's true. I'm so glad I wished I read it. I'm so glad I wished I read it. Because <laughs> if for those of you who are unfamiliar, we used to do something called Mike Check Manga, which is coming back in a, in a form of in a you know form of Patreon exclusive tailway. But uh, we used to do Mike Check Manga. If you go all the way back in our podcast feed, you you should see them like ten to twenty minute episodes of us reviewing chapters of Mission Yozakura Family. That was like one of one of the first things because it was a brand new manga. We said let's let's hop on this, let's do it, and we did it for a little while, and then we stopped because you know other obligations, but. It was fun. Check it out. Mission Years Core Family is a is a mic check staple. Um, I want to go mm. to one that I love. What's a show that? that I love. And I love this probably because it's, it's fucking pulling at every nostalgia string in my body. Okay. And that's okay. M- and that's MF Ghost. I know I, we're supposed to be talking about the new shit, but episode yeah. two of MF Ghost was fantastic because they shot, they threw out names that literally gave me chills. Like the hair on my arms are standing up when they threw out these names. Um, this is going to be spoilers for episode two, but I want to make this clear because I said this on Twitter. This is very, it's very important stuff for episode two. We finally figured out that, which we kind of knew, right? Like it, it kind of was being per, presented that way and be, being very predictable. when we kind of talked about that, uh, 222 last episode we recorded, but our guy, um, Kanata Rivington is obviously trying to find his father. His father is is a racer, um, or probably was a racer, and that's the, he feels like the best way he can find him by is by doing really good in this MF Ghost League. Mm-hmm. Come to find out that our guy Kanata Rivington was trained by Takumi, and for those of you that don't know who Takumi is, Takumi is the main character of Initial D the entire series. So. Meaning, like, what 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 do they call it? Meaning something. <laughs> yeah. So that that not only is that a six mean something, but the way he was driving. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one of the uh, one of the creators of this was like, "Yo, he's driving like that Black Panda," which is the the old car that uh, six Takumi used to wear uh, drive. Fucking incredible! The Torino the. Mm-hmm. And it's and it was incredible to watch him because he was driving. They say he was driving just like him, but we also found out that Rio Nosuke is the fucking creator of the rules of this fucking thing. And Rio Nosuke was basically Takumi's arch rival throughout the entire final, uh, well, final stage, but in the entire initial D series, like he was, he was a big deal. It looked like it was, it, yeah, it's straight up demon. It looked like it was Rio Nosuke, but if for some reason, for some reason, I, I was wondering like. No, maybe it's somebody else using his name until they show him being a doctor. And obviously his his hair color is obviously the exact same as Rionosuke's. But it's like, yo, this is fucking I'm like, I was getting chills watching it because he's incorporate. Like, like I said, last episode, he incorporated that drift that like going down them crazy turns and drifting all nuts. It still looks like initial D. So it still got that ugly ass 3D. But I love it, man. I'm loving it. And this is just personal, pure personal nostalgia reason because initial D was one of the ones I picked up in 2008 when I was uh 
funny enough, in Texas, in Colleen, Texas, my father gave me these the stack of DVDs of just a bunch of different anime. Initial D was one of them, and I fucking breezed through that entire series like it was, like it was candy, bro. It was so so good, and I loved Initial D ever since. And I'm not even a sports anime guy at all, but I love that series. Sorry, thanks for letting me geek out over that tale. Do your thing, brother. <laughs> um, did you get around to watching a certain guy's uh, VMR? VR MMO, a playthrough of a certain dude's VR MMO life. No, hear me out. I think this is gonna be good, bro. You think it's gonna be good? Okay. I do, and I only say it's gonna be good because the main character is super competent, but not overconfident. His whole Ooh. point in VR MMO was so he could play by himself and not get involved with anybody. So he chose skills that no one would like. He chose kick. Wind magic, which is weak to multiple different types of uh, elements. He basically chose archery because it is no one supports archery anymore. Um, he chose medicine making and just a bunch of skills that no one's going to use because like, why make medicine when you got NPCs that can do it? But hear me out. He chose all these things to kind of support himself. But uh, when it came down to getting a bow, he was the only one that could make his own bow other than a beginner bow. Eventually in the first episode, what was kind of crazy was that uh, he was making his own potions and crafting his own stuff. Uh, but the NPCs decided that they ran out of potions. They no longer can make potions. Oh shit. He's so the only one that can do it. The of the world is like, we need potions. So he's crafting potions for him. Mm. Then he goes into a cooking montage for everybody because he's trying to get his cooking skill up. Mm. So it turns out that he actually ends up being this super useful character, even though he literally tried to not be useful. Interesting stuff. Okay. I'll, and, and he ends up utilizing these off the wall skills, like I said, archery, kick, yeah. and wind magic to fight up close. And he actually is kind of OP, bro. It's like we got a mix of cook, campfire cooking with like this this super decent. Like and I'm, I'm gonna say, I think this 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 main character is better than decent, bro. I think he's actually a good MC. So. I think it's going to be good. And like, I could be wrong. I got, I trust you on that. Yeah. Cause uh, this this start was solid. If anything I say, it sounds good. I think it's worth watching. Everything you said is, is interesting. Me interesting to me way more than the next one. I'm going to talk about. Um, This is another episode too. So I'm sorry. This is not new, but that Shangri-La dog, like while it's, (laughs) it's so pretty. It's a fucking gorgeous show. It sounds absolutely beautiful when it comes to like just listening to the sound effects and shit um but <laughs> I, it's I, it's dry bro this character this fucking main character stinks um he's so boring um that like this is really just if you want to turn your brain turn your brain off and watch the meathead shit this is just a meathead ass he's a guy Isekai, basically. Um, so uh, I'm going to continue to watch it, obviously. But it's this fucking it is so boring to me that, like, I'm ready for anything else. <laughs> it's like, but but the good news is, is it's like watching a P, it's like watching a PS5 game. So if you save this for like last in your watch list, you at least the last thing you will see would be something gorgeous because this game, this this fucking show looks great. It, it is crazy. Even the CGI actually looks good in this one. Really good. But uh, I agree with you that like there's really no reason to have your brain on it. No, at all. 
at all. It's but, just like let him do his thing and easily digestible. You comprehend what's happening immediately. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense because if you even think about it in a gaming aspect, it makes sense. But sure. it's like it's just a show. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> it's I'm, not particularly special. Right. I'm gonna keep it real with you though. The end kind of brought some what looks like it's gonna finally go somewhere as far as like uh something to do or something to chase after when it comes to these uniques. So that's nope. pseudo interesting, you know. Um I'm gonna keep watching it. Maybe my mind is gonna change on this. That's only episode two. Um, but one that I'm gonna uh seriously talk about and which fucking blew me back actually was the Kingdom of Ruin. Okay. The Kingdom of Ruin actually I probably should have made this the most interesting because it blew me back. It, it truly did because the kingdom of of of, of ruin um uh almost did what Akame got killed but in a way more interesting way right like it started off with a deep detailed story of two traveling um companions if you will um one of them being the witch in a society where witches are frowned upon now uh or not even just frowned upon but literally hunted because the society is terrified of them. So they decided that technology is going to be um, more important because everybody can use it. Not everybody can be witches. So in order to, you know, it, you know, this, this society is scared of stuff that they don't understand. So if you can't understand the powers of a witch, you want to get rid of it, essentially. And it's about this, this guy, this kid who was a student of a witch um, and this a major fucking thing. Base. I'm gonna just fucking spoil it. Uh, in the first episode, the witch gets captured as they're on their travel, as they're traveling, and she gets blown the fuck back, like a destroyed. like how Aaron mom got ate. Yeah, like even worse than that, honestly, because she, not only that, because yeah. her hers was instant, right? Like Aaron mom just got ate. She got humili- humiliated. Mutilated in front of everybody, in front of everybody, and and gunned the fuck down, like, in front of the person she loves, in front of the person, exactly, and, yeah, exactly. So it's like, bro, I cannot wait to see him get his fucking revenge, because in the end of this episode, he, he comes across this girl who incidentally, accidentally frees him from this capture of the town that he was in with this witch, and. Mm-hmm. You can already tell he about to pop off because I know I would and I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see fucking humans get decimated because they were all laughing at her when she was being humiliated and excited and recording and just it's going to be awesome to see them get their uh, get their payback. So Kingdom of Ruin, very, very, very surprising because I was not expecting this to even be good. I thought it was just going to be like a throwaway something that I turn on. No, it's it's just more interesting than probably most of uh, the new stuff I watch for sure. Yeah. Now to add on top of that, right? One that actually surprised me, um, and I don't know if you got around to it. A Returner's Magic should be special. Mm-hmm. I was I was surprised by this first episode. Um, very, I will say this: very boring start. Yes, the first few minutes was definitely like like when. We, we walk into this fight with this giant dragon yeah. and it's like what mattered more to me wasn't so much the fight it was the details about the fight it was it was everything that well for me personally it was everything that happened after the fight that was more interesting yeah. 
Well, I like this, like that. One point six million people fought this dragon. Mm-hmm. All oh, you talking six, about? The, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah all for six people to be left to survive, and we find out, you know, ideas, right? So the 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 way they prefaced even that after killing the dragon, there was a whole another thing that no one ever experienced before because it's the first ever time they ever killed a dragon, and that mm-hmm. was the magic, the magic heart or whatever, and that was dope. And then we go into the the our main character gets killed basically he's a returner meaning that he died and he comes back to life and but he remembers what happened in the past what made that so cool is that what's going to happen going forward and how he processes his world and you know just kind of monologues it to us so it's not and it's one of those things where it's like we're not finding out things as we go but we are you know what i mean yeah because he is he is he's not new to this world but the information he has just gives us context as it goes. So I thought that was really cool. And I'm kind of super interested to see how things might change in his perspective. So I was actually very surprised by this episode. It gave me some interest. So I'm excited to keep watching this. Yeah, one too. for sure. It's, it's based off of a manhwa. And word on the street is that the manhwa, the dragon fight was much more intense than the manhwa. I mean, it's mm. probably because the dragon looks fucking awful in 3D. Like that 3D was, oh, it, was, yeah. it, was it was like ass. It was so bad. But everything else, like, like you said, I, I did love the setup of it. The fact that it was 1.6 million people that died to this thing. A lot of his loved ones and friends and, and, and stuff like that was interesting to see. Um, I'm interested to see what he does with him bringing back his his knowledge from these uh, from these fights. Like he's he's gonna have all his spells that he's learned in like through the three years of fighting that dragon that he could take to the past. Like it's gonna be fucking dope to watch, especially with the little. Uh, Combative chattiness from the uh, the guy that he he, he had an encounter with. <sighs> it's gonna be it's very interesting. Um, now let's go into my sleeper. Okay, okay. Um, our love, uh, our story, the inexperience, me and the experience, you. Uh, this is very very shocking. Now I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know if I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I don't know if because. What I don't okay. <sighs> I don't want to tackle this. This sh- the show has a main character which we all seen before, right? The typical nerdy guy, right? Who who still is seems to have a little bit more to him than than um, what we've seen so far, but he's not that uh, not that detailed. Um, he comes across a situation to where he's basically forced or he's dared to to relay his uh, feelings for his crush. He does this. His crush instantly says yes, because she's single at the moment. And um, which means that he becomes a girlfriend of one of them, of, of what they call it in Japan, gal girls mm-hmm. and girls who are full of like who are so popular, who you know, nails, hair, different clothes, like different like an idol. Yeah, different uniforms. No, she's definitely not an idol. She, she's definitely like, a, like in in that. Not no. the, not she's not an idol, but she's like that kind of level of like. Those are very different. <laughs> those are very very different because idols are idols are loved. Gals are normally not even liked. To be honest, lusted after. They're, lusted lusted, like there you go. Yeah, they lust. That's the word. That's a good word. Lusted after, um, and it's very it's very evident that they're in two different leagues and. I mean, from moment one, she says, you know, okay, look, we're now we're dating. Let's walk home together. We walk home together. He decides to walk her all the way home. She asks him to come in. 
And when she when he comes in, Hold on, bro. what? That's Cap. He ain't decided to walk her all the way home. She well, told him. Yeah. She told him. Wait, you're, you're not gonna walk, walk me home? Way. Yeah, that's true. It's like you're not gonna walk me home. Like, all right, fine. She walks her home. She invites him in. Nobody's home, and fucking it instantly goes to she's taking off her clothes. Basically saying, well, we're not going to have sex now. He's like, well, wait, what? Like, we, you just learned my name. For one, you just learned my name as we were walking home because you didn't really pay too much attention to me. And we've been in the same class <laughs> this whole time. But no, like, we're not going to have sex. And that's basically how it ends. What's what bugs me about it is the fact that she's. um Experienced. I.e. the title, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of deters me a little bit from caring about her, even though I think it's a plot line for us to supposed to care about her because mm-hmm. of the simple fact is that she, her perspective on relationships is entirely fucking just screwed. It's like fucked. And that's what makes me actually interested in the show, right? Yeah. Um, because to me, I know those, those, mental like the, the what she did her mental gymnastics to get to where she was not to say it's mental gymnastics but yeah it's a little wild but uh to where she got to that point would have to be trauma yeah. and how how what happened in her life as a as a younger person it's about to be messy so, i do i think it's gonna be messy and i think it's gonna be a lot of uh figuring out but you know, i'm gonna tell you what i do like about the main character because he does he's like that shy nerdy guy but he said what he he said what he felt, bro. Exactly. It took him a second to get there, but he said it. And that's what I was like, I love that because he's not holding it back necessarily. He just had to take a second to get there. Yeah. So I like that. And I, I think that he'll probably become more confident as it goes on because that, that's what it feels like. This is a show about an experience that grows. So right. hopefully this I think this show is actually gonna be heat, bro. I think it's gonna be a banger. Yeah, yeah I'm I hoping think this is a great sleeper. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping it's gonna be heat. I just I'm I'm struggling with the characterization of 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 the girl. Like and it's just she seemed like such a sweetheart too. And it's and maybe it's just because you I have experience with that. Yeah, it's just I don't like yeah, the whole being taken advantage of type of situation. So yeah. it's like it kind of it kind of throws me off a bit, but I'm. It's definitely what I said in our Discord is is it definitely has potential because it's so different than what I'm yeah. used to. I'm so used. Speaking of um, quick sidebar, uh, Angel Next Door season two got announced. Hey. Shout, out to, shout out to everybody on Twitter that hit us up about that. So fucking excited about that, but it's definitely not Angel Next Door level. It's something completely new and fresh, uh, and it's written by a woman. So. I'm I'm really really intrigued to see the where this romance goes because normally stuff like this would be done by a man who's mm-hmm. you know not as as gifted in the ways of a female so and the nose end up being like rent a girlfriend you know what I'm saying like it and like <sighs> you know <laughs> but I digress you know I'm I'm definitely intrigued I just. I don't know if this, this is going to be one of my best sleepers. I think it's going to be probably good. No, I think it's going to be a hit, bro. But not one of my best. Speaking uh, of sleepers. Protocol Rain. Now, uh, I'm going to tell you, I, I knew I knew as soon as I watched this episode, I was like, Polo ain't going to like this. I like it, though. I think you're I trying like to force yourself to like it. I could be, but I'm, I'm going to tell you genuinely, 
I thought it was like just decently interesting. Like, I'm not going to say it's like, I'm not even going to say it's like a seven out of 10, but mm-hmm. like a six, a 67, a 65 out of 10 or 6.5 or 6.7 out of 10, I think it's pretty, pretty there. The 57. thing I hate it though, wait, you said what? It's a 57 on any list. Yeah, that's cool. But, uh, but they're not, they're that, never right anyway. So that game editing was garbage, right? They could have did better on that. And that's uh, to be fair. I'm going to be honest with you. That's not even the worst part, right? Like, well, I mean, it's, it's particularly harping on, um, CSGO and Valorant. Like this is right. literally, that's what it's particularly trying to be as far as this esport world goes. Uh, it's everything else around it. Fucking like, I, I know it's a, a deeper, uh, story, in which the main character suffers some kind of trauma with his little yeah, sister. Yeah, we saw the accident. Yeah, that that's that's cool, but like being thrusted into this fucking esport just feels so <laughs> so poorly so so poorly uh, thrusted into Apart. our faces. Yeah, like yeah. it's just like this. It could have been so. It, could have been a much smoother way of of easing us into this this esport that would have made what? this more interesting. Like I don't care about the game looking terrible, but I can tell you what it's going to be so so average and so boring and so predictable that it's not going to be a good show. It's I think not. I think one hundred percent what uh, what brings the show down is the the. If it could have been so much more about the and this is only first episode, so we don't really know. We don't know shit but yet. It could it could have really leaned into more of his story in this first episode yes. to tie us in instead of assuming that we just specifically care about the gaming. Right. Um game is cool, game, like it's fine, but yeah, yeah. But that's a very uh doom looking game. So we can they could have done better on that, but like the story is where they need to do the hook line and sinker. And hopefully they can bring that more into play in so two and three, right? And again, but I, enjoy, I guess like I, I enjoyed it. it. It wasn't like nothing that that made me jump over the moon or anything like that. Yeah. But I wasn't like, oh, I gotta turn this off immediately. It was hard for me to watch. It was hard for me to watch because I'm like, they kept, they kept trying to show us, oh, look at this trauma, but look, look at the game, look at this trauma, but look at the game. Like, just yeah. either show us the game or show us the trauma. Like this whole jumping back and forth, I don't do I. Dude, it's about to be so fucking predictable. It's about to be. <laughs> the, he's about to get, make this fucking team. I'm gonna I'm a gut check this for you. He's gonna make this team, and they're gonna go fucking hard, and they're gonna go against some guy who's fucking amazing, like Jonathan. And then, and explosion coon. Yeah, well, no, explosion coon is gonna join the team. She's joining. Mm-hmm. She's joining the team to help fight to help win, and it's about to be. They're going to save this, the, the gaming shop from, from going under with the money. Yes, and it's going to be down to him. He's going to be the last person alive. After everybody's showing off and showing out, they're going off. It's the last round, last shot. He makes it, but everybody's going to be... It's, it's, it's fucking atypical, be usual bullshit, but I'm really curious about the story. Like, I really want to know what happened, like, the, the depths of his sister, and I, I do want to see him succeed. It's a show I have to watch because it's a sleeper. But it was hard to watch only because of the the structure of it of yeah. the plot. The structure of the plot fucked it up for me. I don't care about the game looking terrible. Like the game, it's, it's CS, CS:GO looks well. It did look awful before CS two came out. But <laughs> I digress. It's 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 a it's a shooter, and it's 
the mouse movement wasn't accurate at all. It, it would look it, bad. Yeah, it, it yeah, was just yeah, bad. Like but again, that's, that's what not, I meant, though. That's not the point, and I know that. You know what I'm saying? Like the point is to just have this team come together to save the the shop and to help his sister with the medical bills and him going to school. Like it's it's very, 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 very predictable. But I am going to continue to watch it because I'm very interested to see where it goes, and I hope it gets better. Do you, do you want to talk about something that's heavily talked about on the timeline? Let's do it. Um, Undead Unluck. Oh yeah, fuck! I forgot I watched it. Oh man, is that is that bad? Is uh, that bad? On the first episode, you forgot you watched it. The most talked about shit on the timeline. Oh uh, yes, yeah, I mean it's fucking just. I was not impressed. So let me hear. Let me hear me out though. Hear me out. Because I knew you was gonna say something about Undead Unluck, right? I knew I was like, Polo going to tweet something about Undead Unluck for sure, right? Whether it be a compliment or something that's just side-eye. I knew when you said it might have the best outro song of anything you heard this season. I was like, he ain't like that episode. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't like that episode at all. <laughs> and, this is, and this is, and to be fair... Thanks, shout out to Undead Unluck. This is the reason why I wanted to make the video because I saw everybody going off about it. But I'm like, listen, I can't. There's just fucking just the lack of depth here is fucking insane. It's, it's insane. Like I, they're so like it's so rough, and I don't know if I could deal with these characters for twelve ever whatever thirteen episodes. I don't. I, but people keep saying, hey, listen, and this is mostly everybody on the timeline. Listen, it gets better. Episode one is rough. Episode two might be rough. Episode three might be rough, but it gets better. Everybody's yeah. saying stick it through, stick it through. Because in the manga, it was this bad, too. Like, it, And I'm like, OK, so I'm not I'm not off or wrong by feeling bad about what You're I'm watching. Because <laughs> everybody's saying the same thing, but just stick it through. It looked David David doing her fucking thing. Like this is probably why we haven't gotten Fire Force yet. Cause yeah. I mean, David is amazing. Like but like I do not give a fuck about nobody in this show. At all. <laughs> I didn't smile or laugh at the one bit. I think I think Undead is the the corniest fucking character I've ever seen him. It's everything about it is just mad fucking I'm sorry. Yes, man. Yes. It's very acne. WB fucking. I'm not. I'm like I'm. I'm over old school cartoons, and that's what it feels but, like. What do you think about the unluck girl? Uh, she's cute. I'm, I you, mean, you know, her story tragic. You think she just she should just wear gloves all the time and have somebody she loves? I, you know, I I don't know enough to care yet. <laughs> um, I know her. It sucks. <laughs> like you can't touch nobody, but. Uh, I seen that in my hero too. Name is Shigaraki. You know, like it's it's just it's it a, <laughs> it's it the, tell me it's not the same. How Shigaraki can turn that shit off. He ain't gotta kill you if you don't want to. Can he though? I don't know if he can. He Maybe can. he can. You know more than I do. But everything <laughs> I seen he touch, he it, it crumbled. That's because at this point he a full out demon. <laughs> he had touched people before without killing them. Now he can't. He can't hold back because he's trying to take everybody. Yeah, like. yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. It, it, uh, she, she's probably the the most redeeming thing about it, to be honest. Yeah, but I got a feeling this undead guy is gonna piss me off. He feels like um Asta, <laughs> kinda. 
to be fair. I would say he better than Asta because he got it. It's he got a better he got a backstory to him already. Yeah, but stop yelling at me, bro. Like you don't. That's all yeah, I'm saying. That, I don't, that is accurate. That's accurate. I don't want you fucking screaming in my ear for. I had to hear it in the manga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to hear it, bro. Like it's just. It, you know what's what's crazy, man? Is this these shows that I just did not think I was gonna like. I'm loving, and it shows that I'm thinking I'm gonna love like Undead Unluck. I'm not really that I'm that hype on. Yeah, exactly. Like Shang uh, was no, not Shang because I already know that's uh, Ragna. Yeah, is fucking dope, bro. I'm liking that. Oh yeah, and I did not think I would. This again is and it's and there's, uh, there's a pattern here. There's characters with depth, man. There's I I love this shit like. When it has deeper characters or, or deep enough characters, I'm I'm way more interested and I'm invested in the story, in the world, and everything else. So than just it was, meathead bullshit. It was the introduction of Crimson, huh? No. What was it? It was it was his methodology with Leo. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, listen, get away from me. Cause if you continue to be near me shit gonna get worse for you because I'm about to go I'm about, I'm about to, go to go off, off. <laughs> exactly and I can't go off with you here because I'm too worried about protecting you and then when Crimson comes in I'm like wait oh shit it goes deeper than that because now it's like wait is Crimson like maybe just trying to secretly take over as the and be the only you know or is he going to really abide by I'm gonna let you kill me. It's like yeah. it's so much. It's so much depth. Even, even finding out that ambition in the first place, because why? I, I can understand more or less why you'd want to destroy all of the dragons so you could be the only. But then it's like, why would you want to kill yourself if that really is the ambition? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what is it in terms of like what you think of the dragons? Like, is that like some end all be all? Like, if you kill all the dragons, the world ends. Like, you're just trying. Are you that kind of demon, or what's going on? So because there's more to crimson than we know so far. Right, we and just that's, really that's the beauty of it because that's- the having to to uh, convince crimson, mm-hmm. and then even the details they gave to crimson. It's like, and then we see, and it was funny because at first Crimson didn't even give like the viewer the idea that they knew what was going on. And then it was like Crimson's giving the viewer the idea that, okay, so this person knows who I am. All the way into the full of like Crimson is like, hey, I'll make a deal with you. Bro, this is all shit. This, these episode twos we've been talking about should have been spoiler talk. Like, <laughs> like we, uh, fuck, we fuck it up. Cause I mean, fuck it, whatever. Maybe we just don't do a break this week. Yeah. Because we ain't got nothing really to spoil. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, And again, this is a show that I did not think I was going to enjoy because I thought it was going to be some turn off my brain meathead shit. Right. Um, but even shows like even show that you said you didn't didn't like I, the Demon Sword uh, Master of Excalibur Academy. I'm fucking mm-hmm. intrigued about this guy coming back a thousand years or whatever it is like. It's almost um where is it? Where is it? I know it's in my list somewhere. The uh World Strongest Exorcist? No, Demon School Demon King. Oh, um Anos Vodigo. It it, yeah. it has that influence, right? Um, but it seems like 
I'm more intrigued into how different the world is compared to the world he came from and how different mm-hmm. the world is compared to where he came from and how his magic, you know, is, is infused in this world and what it can do compared to what these girls have or what the other quote unquote magic users use and with the technology and shit. Like I'm more interested in that than I, like I was and again, I was not expecting to be. Like I was <laughs> not expected to be invested in shit like that. I was expecting to love Undead Unluck. Uh, Shane Rula after the first episode, I'm like, okay, maybe it goes deeper than that. It doesn't. Um, do, you, do you think he's going to be more than a monotone character? Yeah, a hundred percent. Because you can already see it. You can already see him. Like, why am I? Why am I lusting after this girl? It's never happened before. This fucking human body got me lusting after. You know, it's shit like that. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's shit like that. He's never experienced before. That's gonna make him more interesting. Um. Yeah, like I, it's it's a very very different different season for me. I, I mean that's not bad though because it's better to have some of these some of these surprises you know locked and loaded like this straight up um yeah and and i mean i mean yeah bro some of these are are legitimately that they're surprises that were better than i mean i would have even expected so another one that i'm so listen a director makes a world of difference because the rising of a shield hero looks and already feels pace pacing wise so much better in season three so yeah. for those of you that's been holding off for rising of the shield hero until you know you figured out what the fuck is going on it's so far so good so far so good because it's um you know what maybe we could take that let's 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 take rising of the shield hero to spoiler talk and then I'll do a One Piece update in the second half as well. I want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's do a recommendation roulette, even though, no, I don't think we should do a recommendation. We're not going to do a recommendation roulette because there's, <laughs> there's too much on the list already. So let's just let's just take a quick break. And when we come back, well, I, two things I want to spoil. Rising of the Shield Hero Season 3 for now and Berserker Gluttony. This won't be a week-to-week thing, but those are going to be the two shows that I want to spoil. Um this week but I gotta play this break song it's um it's it's burn water and it's called being honest y'all know I love burn water being honest is an incredible song so enjoy this song we'll be right back with those two and probably my one piece update one piece update is gonna be quick we'll be right back after these
And welcome back to episode 223 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Follow us on X at Mike Check Waifu at on Instagram at Check blah 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 blah. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just like that. All right. So let's go into uh to spoiling uh, Rising of the Shield Hero season three, which is obviously a season three, so it's a bit more um spoilery. So we'll, we'll, add, we'll add it to the spoilers this week just so we can have something to talk about. And I, like I said, I really wanted to play that song because that song is dope. Um, the director makes a world of difference, bro. It looks so good and it feels so much more paced and it looks like we're going somewhere uh, deeper, right? Yeah, Cause, so... Because now, like- now Nafumi is focused on buying up all the, uh, the slaves and it's not for like personal... Reason like like personal. Hey, I want to free you. It's for hey, I'm gonna need some help defending my land <laughs> that yeah. I have here, which is dope. And, and we find out that the underground is lying about the slaves, even putting the name of his land on the slaves, as if I mean that that would essentially go out to hurt his name. Um, so there there are like there's like some new levels introduced into this, especially right. with finding out more about the underground and everything. Right. The underground betting arena, that kind of stuff. Um, And then, you know, what's to come? Exactly. Because what's to come is that the fact that they're, um, uh, what they call them, uh, after the spirit tortoise, there's other like guardians. Yeah. Which is, yeah, the Phoenix is coming next to, um, as a summon, which, but means that in between that, they have a longer time, a longer break before the next wave hits. Which is interesting, but again, another thing that was actually good in season two, when, nah, I wouldn't say good, because it was still terrible, but the not the um the information we got was good. And that's the information about uh the other weapons. What are they call yeah, like the staff hero and the other heroes we saw in general. We, uh yeah, weapon heroes. Those are being like very important key to like what where the story goes next because the other heroes are missing again, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Like, and two of his own heroes. Yeah, so it's like, yo, y'all just fought this tortoise. Now you're talking about the phoenix is next. That might be way harder than the, uh, the tortoise, you know what I'm saying? Because of mm-hmm. what the phoenix represents, unless it's, you know, different in this particular lore, but I doubt that. But it got, it, it has me more interested this time than it did in, in season two. That's for damn sure. And I'm surprised you said it looked better. Yeah. But, um, World's better. What do you mean? I, I, I don't know. I didn't feel like it actually looked that much better. That's insane. But, um, <laughs> I, mean, I feel you. I feel you. It, I uh, we can put some side to side. Yeah. Cause if you I, didn't, some... I, I didn't, it's not like I went back and looked at season two again. I don't even, I, I, I can understand. I'm thinking about the tortoise and how, how uh, crappy that looked. But I can't remember the actual characters, like if they looked any different. But the 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 beauty of it is the actual um, movement of like now Fumi currently, um, him fin- figuring out where he's gonna go next, and like even his his negotiations and uh, with the slave trader leading him to the underground. Mm-hmm. Um, how how far you think this is gonna go? Like, I don't with this particular quote unquote arc or mini arc or whatever you want to call it with him buying up the slaves. I don't think it's going to go that far, but what I am interested to see uh, if they discover who he is, 
which it seems like the girl he met at the bar kind of already knows. So what happens when when this particular underground knows who he is? Like, does it change what they're trying to do in in a in a tournament? More people try to cheat, et cetera, et cetera, to win or yeah. get more confident. Like, there's there's just so many different avenues that they could take as far as wh- where it goes for this. And but they like, showed us like two kind of like underground bosses mm-hmm. that is it will probably be a big deal. So I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm very much happy that it's again the direction is, was way better. The camera work was way better than it, than it was in season two. And then yeah. the pacing of this is so much more like fluid because we're skipping the bullshit. Like they still have traveling situations, but it's not as uh, minor as it was. It seems like season two was a pad. A lot of it was padding into the tortoise fight. And then the tortoise fight kind of is kind of where they dropped everything or tried to drop everything. But it was still ass. This seems like okay. Let we don't need to do full travel scenes. Let's montage this real quick. Let's you know montage from here to here to here, and then go into you know the slave den that he originally bought. Um, right. What's, what's her name? Uh, Reptilia, Reptilia from, or next city. Let's montage that travel and then figure out about the whole slave den thing and 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 what they're doing to like use his name and et cetera, et cetera. Like the pacing of it is just so much better. And that's what I'm looking forward to the most because it seems like we're actually going to get way more progress way faster and it makes much more sense. And we also only have 12 episodes. So short and sweet, short and sweet. That's something to keep in mind. So, um, dope. I'm looking forward to more. And then what was the other one I said? I was- uh, Berserk, Berserk or Gluttony. I probably should have said this in the first half, but this, uh, the TCB wasn't feeling this. But this is seriously, again, all about the depth of the main character. I'm fucking loving it, man. I'm loving the fact that he- <laughs> I still don't know much about him, but I know way more about him than I do some of the other characters, like fucking Undead or, or, or Shangri-La or like, I just know right. so much more. Like I swear, if they tr- if if Shenra La trade main characters with Berserk, it'll be so much better. Because I would love to see Berserk with that animation. Because this animation in this one's kind of poop. Yeah, but uh, what do you think about like? I mean, overall, more uncovering about his ability. Yeah, gluttony fucking sucks. It's, but it, it does suck, right? But it's also awesome at the same time. But does it do it? Does it reset with what he just did? Like giving his stats to the sword? That would be dope if it reset the the like peak of it. You know what I was thinking? It'll be it'll be dope. And this is just a like a polo wish, but I, I digress. If it what you said makes a lot of sense because I didn't think about it that way. But him getting that health regeneration, mm-hmm. if he gets hungry, does it does it regen his health because he's dying technically you know what i'm saying like that that was my thought process with getting that that health regeneration perk i'm like wait is this about to be a loop of him gaining health regeneration like it was in solo leveling i'm not gonna say anything else about that but something like that you know what i'm saying where he yeah that'd be crazy continues to regen healthy even if he's hungry that could negate his entire issue right because when they i think they made it a point to mention the fact that listen if you don't to obtain souls, you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. But now you just beat up a hobgoblin boss and got health regeneration. 
So I maybe I'm thinking too deep, which could be entirely the case because I, I tend yeah. to do that. I tend to well, give I mean, more depth than than is necessary. It could be as simple as like you don't eat for this experience. experience uh, Expand the amount of time, you just die on the spot. We don't know if it means like you don't eat now, you just start taking health damage. If you take start taking health damage, and I understand health regen. I don't know, bro. Again, they made it a point to show that he was fainting, he was yeah. feel weaker, and he felt like he was getting so that's where my head was at. But yeah. what you just said rings a lot of bells for me too, since he reset all his stats, which means he's not gonna be as hungry because he technically don't have as many souls, right? So that's why mm-hmm. greed and gluttony might be the perfect combination, you know? Yeah. And he technically can kind of keep his stats if they all get transmitted to the sword. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm fucking... I, when I think about the fact that his weapon changed to a bow, though... What? don't miss. Yeah, like, I'm like, now, now it's getting into some territory I was not expecting again. Because what other weapons can his sword turn into? You know? A great sword, a spear. Oh um, shit! Yeah, shield some, even. Some knuckles, yeah. And is it at will? Does it change when he says? I don't know. I hate we to show those cliffhangers, that. though. I tell you that much. I don't like. Yeah, them. yeah. They feel they, hurtful. They they stopped at the information we needed. Yes, which is always tricky. Very. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay. One piece. The my last last thing. One piece update. Uh I just finished Dress Rosa. I think I, I told tell this when we were finished with the out of story, but I finished Dress Rosa. Um I, I the uh the end of the arcs did I say this? I don't think I said this. You said this a little bit on Twitter. On Twitter, okay, yeah. The end of the arcs of One Piece are so much better than the arcs themselves. What I mean by that, what I mean by that is the world ramifications, the changes that happen, the the shifts that happen within the power, like not power system as hockey shit. I'm talking about the the, the world government and and warlords, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Those type of power shifts that happen within the show, it's just so much better than most of the show itself, because <laughs> like. Again, uh, and this is gonna make a lot of people mad. <laughs> the fights in One Piece are absolute garbage. There's nothing but a bunch of Luffy getting knocked around or whoever's fighting getting knocked around until they get that one opportunity for that one punch, right? Um, it's uh, very much a, a, sh- a show about padding for episode count because it will get the viewers no matter what. So they're going to continue to milk that in, in its entirety. What I'm sad about now is that I don't have the truncated version anymore. I only have episodes, episodes, episode with a filler list now. So I have to watch all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. However, however, I'm on Zoe Island now. And Zoe Island, though the ramifications and the importance of it might not be big, I find it to be much more interesting than Dressrosa already. <laughs> like okay. Zoa Island is uh, the fact that somebody from um, what's the big dude uh, Kano is his big dude name the fact that one of his people is on his island terrorizing these poor animal these minxes is much more intriguing um, 
and the whole Meeks, Meeks Island being on the back of an elephant and the way that like everything around that story is just so much more interesting than anything Dressrosa. Dressrosa was more important. Yes, I get it. You know, warlords and fucking admirals and et cetera, et cetera. But something about this little Zoe Island, I'm like much more invested in what's going on. Like Sanji being... Uh, Sanji being taken by Big Mom too That's fucking crazy Like I can't wait to see where that's going That's pretty much where I stopped Like I don't know what happened to Sanji yet um, But I know he Big Mama has him You're gonna love this arc Especially I mean you, If you like Sanji you're gonna love this arc Yeah I do. Uh, Yeah. What'd you, what did you think about uh, Doflamingo in the end? Uh, he's a cornball But um, What I did like though And this has happened after I was talking to you that day after the after story was him inside of the ship's jail. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was mentioning like, Hey, just make sure I get a newspaper because I cannot wait to see the change that's going to happen to this world because I'm not there to put the other, uh, basically smaller or, 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 or weaker pirates in their place or control what happens when it comes to that particular portion. That had me more interested in him because now I know that he had a bigger role within this world that was more than just the slave thing. While the slave thing, they, they kind of hinted at it being almost like a necessary evil, which was kind of cool, but also, you know. Yeah, it's always fucked up. Yeah, it's always going to be fucked up. But like, Celestial drag. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with all of that. However, uh, Ishio or Fugi Fugirashi or whatever his name is, the the fucking demon, the blonde demon. I told you, he is the fucking goat. He is absolutely one of the greatest admirals uh, I've seen, and I, I love his character. Like, not only his character as in in the show character, but his character character. You know, like he's a good dude. And I love the fact that he exposed the Navy for this bullshit. And I love the way he did it. Like I, all that shit was so brilliant that that's why I like One Piece. I don't like One Piece for the fights. The fights are ass. I don't like One Piece for really the arcs itself. I love One Piece for the world and the ramifications of the outcome of those terrible arcs. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Fushigori, whatever his name is, bro. Ishio beast, was his first right? name, so we, you're fucking beast, man. Beast, Incredible. man. He and I feel like he'll stand off with anybody, no matter who it is. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. like I was, cause uh, I was, when I was watching him fight, I'm like, how the like he like after watching because I don't know what exactly the the what the fucking the lava uh admiral can do fully yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew that he fought against what's his face in law and won. So the ice guy and I'm like, oh, if you can fucking run his fade, then I'm like, he's probably super powerful. But I think Ishio can toe to toe bang with both of them, <laughs> to mm-hmm. be honest, with his power. Yeah. And super dangerous. No devil fruit. This demon. Mm hmm. Yeah. Pure, unadulterated, blind demon. <laughs> right. So like I'm I'm looking forward to where I'm going with with this Zoe Island for sure. I can't believe that I said it, but it is better than um. Better than Dressrosa so far. And maybe yeah. because they just dragged Dressrosa and this was just kind of moving along faster. But is this is Zoe right before uh Wano? Am I catching up? Um 
you get like all cake island. Oh, okay. For Big Mom. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I, it goes Zoe, all cake island, Wano. Got it. Okay, because I'm at, uh, to, to put it in perspective for everybody, I'm at 759. Yeah, you, you, you damn near there, there, because once you get to episode 1000, you, you've already been in Wano. I can't believe I'm 759 episodes into this, but I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it. I'm, uh, to be specific, 319 episodes behind. And that's like not counting the filler because obviously I'm skipped the filler. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm coming up. I'm coming up. I'm about to be caught up. And when I'm caught up, I don't want to hear shit because then I can, speak, <laughs> I, can, I can speak ill of whatever I want because I watched it all and nobody that can say be, anything. You speak one piece of knees. Yeah. You know exactly what y'all are talking about when y'all yep. are talking it. Call it trash is trash. Yep, exactly. So, uh, I mean, with that being said, tell I'm at Polo Born Flying on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social media is at Mike Check Waifu on X, at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. And as always, Mike, 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 Mike Check. check, 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 check. Tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.